Yeah, the way I'm ballin', I'm feelin' like curry I'm making these people switch up the whole game Some of my old friends, they was praying down on me I never looked at them the same Yeah, they used to laugh at me when I was in the Elantra But now I pull up in the rain. To be honest, that's cat, man I'd rather just be in a Honda Just staying off in my own lane Look at how What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? How, hey, you know what I'm saying? How y'all feeling today? Man, this is the final episode of season three it's been a long time coming. Usually we do every Sunday, but le- recently we've done every other week just because of, uh, you know, busy schedules and also, you know, trying to expand the content a little bit. But we got a good one. I mean, this is going to be as open of a podcast as it ever has been. Um, we don't have a guest for that reason. It's no structure. We don't have a guest. We're talking about something very, very important as it relates to AC, though. Um, and really, as it relates to y'all, too, um, and y'all personal lives, you know, and we're talking about getting to yes. Right. Um, I read a, a little bit of this book um, and have learned a lot so far. So, you know, with that being said, I want to get into it, I'll get into that discussion of how you get to the answer. Yes. In life with negotiations. But before that, you know, we got to handle some some uh, front front house stuff, which is, first of all, if you like this content. Definitely make sure you hit that like button. Definitely make sure you comment, subscribe, share, all of that, you know. And yeah. um, definitely follow us on Instagram as well. Um, moving forward, we got to do the climber of the week too. Jovan got a really good one, so I'll give the floor to Joe. Yep, yep. It is my student at Penn State, Nick Dawkins. He is a student who was actually awarded the Grit Award for uh, his perseverance um, through uh, trials and tribulations on and off the field. Um, as well as his academic performance that he's excelling in, um, being a leader in the classroom and a leader amongst his peers, um, while also stepping in and being a captain for Penn State football, uh, looking to take that starting center role, and also has his brand, Do Not Doubt. Um, great hoodie, great material. Uh, we'll we'll add a, a link to that as well. Um, a brand that I support. Um, he's doing amazing things. Um, really, really well-rounded human being. So, um, climber of the week, Nick Dawkins. Shout out to you. Um, my guy. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope, man. I, I, I Jovan got the full fit, and uh, you know, Nick, if you watch him, man, he definitely do talk about you a lot. I, I, I know everything about you, man, already, and I ain't even met you yet, man. So I know you definitely deserve that climber of the week title. You know, what I'm saying if you got that 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 true grit grit award at Penn State, you definitely a climber. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? We can get corny on it, too. We can get corny on it, too. You really a lion in the mountains over there. You know what I'm saying? You really climbed already up there. You know what I'm saying? A little knit in me. No, I'm just playing. But, man, let's get right into it, Joe, man. I'm trying to make this a shorter episode. But, y'all, we just going to be transparent. We really going to be open this episode. We just talking. We don't even have a plan. But if you know about ChatGPT, okay, we pay for the we pay for the premium joint. All right. Jovan and I, we, we split the cost every month and it's been uh it's been interesting it's been very interesting to you know really ask it certain questions and see what it says and you know seeing that i didn't finish getting the yes but i am desperate right now with certain some of the certain situations we're dealing with with ac the fact that i need to people to get to yes very quickly i reached out to chat gpt and i know that sounds weird saying i reached out to chat gpt but i did our assistant and and we're going to talk about what it what it gave us. I mean, it gave me some great content and great, gave me some great ideas about that getting the yes as it relates to the book. So really, I don't have to finish the book. I plan to, but I don't have to. So here's what I asked. 
Here's what I asked. How can you apply the book Getting to Yes to an up and coming nonprofit that is you that is based on high school students, but the nonprofit cannot get their feet in any doors? So that's what we're dealing with right now in the city of Akron. Um, we got our feet. We got one foot in some some doors. I'll say that. I'm not going to act like we don't have any buzz or anything, but, you know, we got some resources um, building up. But we are very proactive. We really want stuff to get going. Our kids really want stuff to get going. So we are almost impatient um, in a way, you know, seeing that we aren't even a year in and, you know, we, we have high expectations, higher than we are right now. There's there's times where I'm like, man, you know, hey, how you doing? My name is Bryce Harris. Blah, blah, blah. I'm wondering, you know, if you'd be interested in this, this, this or. Somebody calls me and I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? And it's like, no, no, I don't know. I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely collab. Let's let's link up later and nothing ever happens. Um, so how do I get people to that actual yes, right? In a partnership, in a negotiation, in anything. Here's what ChatGPT said. Applying the principles from getting a yes can help an up-and-coming nonprofit targeting high school students to build relationships, gain support, and create mutually beneficial partnerships. Here are some strategies to consider. Okay, so we're going to go through how many are there? There's seven of them. Take notes, okay? Because it does. What as we read these before this podcast started, these are these could be applied to anything in life. And I honestly plan on taking these and and dissecting them even more uh, after this episode. But let's start with number one. It says separate people from the problem. When approaching school administrators or potential partners. Acknowledge their concerns and priorities. Okay. Understand that they may have budget constraints, limited resources, or other competing interests and address the issues or address these issues before diving into the benefits of your nonprofit's programs. Okay. So I, Jovan, this is going to be real loose. We don't have no schedule with this, but I'll start, man. And I'll just say like, after reading that, you know what I'm saying? I, I can see where my fault is. You know what I'm saying? As I'm learning, because when I call APS, when I talk to these people, it's always about the benefit of the nonprofit. Is it for my benefit? No, it's really for the kids. But I like I don't ever consider APS's perspective. I don't ever consider any of that, you know, maybe later in the conversation. But this is saying, like, start with that, like before you even do anything. So when I'm starting these conversations, I'm talking, oh, well, our kids are doing this. Our kids are doing that. Our kids really, really need this. This is what our kids would love from APS. Yeah. I never I never separate these people from the problem. Right. I don't consider their personal feelings like how I'm talking to an actual individual, an actual human being. I don't even think of that. I just think, oh, you work downtown. Oh, yeah, you're APS. And hey, we need this from APS. Not I need this specifically from you. Not I understand how you feel. So that's my fault. I, I, I could definitely recognize that after reading this. So yeah. you got any comments towards that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a good point because we're we're so ambitious, bro. And um, sometimes sometimes we get the contact of one person and believe they can they can give us the answer. Um, but it's it's constantly climbing to figure out, all right, like who can I get to that's going to get me to that uh to what what I need, give me what I need. And I think me and you are so conditioned to like the value of AC and what we can bring versus like what they actually need from us. And um, again, seeing it from their point of view. Um, yeah, really. for sure. And, and and to piggyback off Joe, for y'all, y'all gotta understand what type of dude I am. I mean, I'm a believer. You know what I mean? If you if you don't believe in me, I can't hang with you, right? 
And if you aren't a believer yourself, you don't believe in yourself. I would love to inspire you. But at some point, if you're going to continue to be pessimistic, I can't hang with you. You know what I mean? So I want dreamers. I want big, big believers. I want um, high achievers around me. And uh, like I said, my goal is to, you know, create more of that. So if you aren't that, I want to create that. But I say all of that because if I call some people in my friend group, um, not necessarily AC, but if I call some people and I tell them all these big things, all I get is pessimism. Or I don't even know. Is it pessimism? Whatever. And they just, they're just negative all the time. They're like, man, I don't know if that's going to work, bro. This and that. I called Jovan. I'm like, bro, bro, I just talked to so, the principal from so-and-so, man. Like, they're giving me a hard time, bro. I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm going to get this yes, bro. And he like, I already know you are. Right? Right. So there's a healthy balance, right? Obviously, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I've never approached it right enough for us to get that many yeses, right? But that, that, that spirit in me is still there. Like, I'm going to keep fighting. Like, you say no to me, it's like, all right, what's the alternative, right? It's not no, okay, thank you for your time. It's no, okay, well, how can it be yes? And, um, you know, I think that's necessary. So it's just a matter of finding the healthy way to do it. Um, And that's what we're talking about. And then going to number two, um, just focusing on interests, not positions, identifying the underlying interests of all stakeholders, including school administrators, teachers, students, and parents, um, highlighting how our nonprofit program uh, aligns with their interests, such as improving students' academic performance, uh, enhancing personal development, or addressing community needs. Um, I think this is really crucial because this, what I get from this is like more so like again, the value, right, of what we bring to AC um, and stepping outside that for a little bit. But in terms of like getting to that yes from certain administrators and people and stakeholders, it's more so we might need to be a little bit more creative in who we use. Because, I mean, between me and you, we have so many contacts, but we're still trying to beat down the door (laughs) of the same person. Because like you you know you can give it to us or you can give us some like answers. Just give us some, some time and be patient with us as a new nonprofit that are trying to do so much for the city and it's and it's for us it's like why don't you want to help your community but that's how we're seeing it versus from their point of view it's like we we want to help you guys but you're maybe going about certain things the wrong way but you're not telling us that we're doing it the wrong way that's 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 the kicker right there that's the kicker i wish i wish more people told me when i get a no i wish more people told me why it's a no you know what i'm saying I wish more people told me what was wrong. And that's that's just, like I said, this is not just about AC. This is about life. Yeah. You know, if you don't get a job, why don't they tell you why you didn't get the job? You know what I mean? It's usually, oh, we just picked somebody better. We There was somebody else we liked a little bit more. We loved you. It was somebody we liked a little bit more. Well, what about them did you like a little bit more so I can better myself, right? I wish there was more open communication with that type of stuff, but nobody really likes those uh conversations those conversations man they 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 do i mean they they do bring a little bit of you know stickiness to the situation but me i mean studying counseling like they always joked about it in my master's program like you have to be okay with being awkward right and that's made me a lot more comfortable in life you know i mean since hearing that constantly in my ear for two years straight um man i don't really know much that makes me feel awkward like if i mess up on stage or if i trip and fall somewhere like, I'm not going to say I'm never embarrassed. Embarrassed, Embarrassment is way in the past. But 
you know, yeah, you feel like a little bit of embarrassment, but it's like, it's whatever. Like, it's not awkward for me, right? Having those conversations with somebody and being able to look them in their eye is not awkward for me anymore. And um, I think that's a skill that definitely is beneficial because I wish more people were able to be direct in those conversations, right? Like if I'm talking to you about AC or, or anything in life, like, Hey, can we do this? No, I don't know if it's really in the cards. Not that I'm entitled to a reason why I just wish more people told us why. So that way we learned and we understood, you know what I mean? Moving, moving forward with the next steps were. So. Yeah. I'll just add to that. Like, like, you know, I love you, bro. But like the, one of the biggest things that you got me to do is step out of my comfort zone uh, just like from when we were kids, like, you know, like everybody who's watching this, like I've known Bryce since we were like three years old. Okay. Like toddlers, kids, bro. And um, the one of the biggest things where there's forcing me to freestyle when I suck at rapping versus <laughs> track meets and uh, going and, and engaging with new, new teams, new people. Um, that's the, that's the biggest skill that I've learned to this day from um, a friend of mine, a brother uh, that I carry on. Cause like now, when we talk about knocking down doors and, and and going and greeting people, networking and trying to figure out new ways to get things done, I feel so comfortable. But like a lot of people don't feel comfortable with being uncomfortable and feeling awkward. Um, but that's where things happen. That's where growth happens. That's where negotiations. Negotiations are very tense. Negotiation is very awkward. It's not in a good, it's not gonna be buddy, buddy, okay, like, like it's not, it's not gonna be cordial, right? All the time. Um, because at the end of the day, if one side leaves happy, that means you didn't. The other, the other side didn't do their job in negotiation, right? Hold on now, hold on, because getting a yes, if we get to it, I think at the end, I think that's the goal, though, Joe. I think the goal of getting the yes is for both people to be happy. I think that's possible, and I think that's what they talk about because you want to have that mutual relationship. And what they said, man, one thing I, I read when I was reading it, uh, the first like three chapters. Um, they did say like, in one type of negotiation, there's always going to be one person that, you know, is happy and one person that doesn't, but you got to think like, if you want to, if you want a mutual relationship, something that we can come back to and, and negotiate again, right. 10 years down the road, both people do have to be happy and you got to find a way to do that. So right. I think that's what this book is all about. So make sure y'all tap in and get in. Yes. Cause me and Jovan definitely tapping in for sure. For sure. And I love that you said, like, because that's that's what it's about is getting both sides to to feel good about it. Like we see trades all the time. Like we're in a sports world. We just saw the number one pick for the Panthers and the Bears. Like I'm sort of they're both happy. They're, like the Panthers about to get their guy. The Bears got their number one receiver and, and some picks. So they both left happy. But like that's not how we always see it, though. Mm -hmm. And that's usually poor negotiation. Yeah. Yeah. Number three. It says generate multiple options, develop a variety of flexible and adaptable programs, offerings, program offerings that cater to the unique needs and resources of different schools or partner organizations. For example, consider offering after school programs, workshops during school hours uh, or online resources that can be easily integrated into existing curricula. So basically, this is like, you know, providing multiple options to the person you're trying to negotiate with. So don't come with only one avenue, right? Come with a couple of different side roads to get to the same end goal. So that way, if they don't really want to take that route, there's other options for them to take and choose. And I think we do that, Jovan. I think we do pretty good with that. Yeah. Um, you know, if you ask me, I mean, we got 
all different types of avenues and things. The, the, the only thing that we do that might be overwhelming is we do all of the avenues instead of all, like, oh, well, here's one thing we could do. Here's another thing we could do. Or here's the third thing we could do. We just yeah. do all three. Right. And that could be overwhelming. Yeah, we're double but, major right now. Like <laughs> we're trying yeah. to master everything. And and I mean, that's that's what makes us a little unique, like because there are some nonprofits that like have their niche. I'm not saying we don't have our niche because our niche is developing the youth at the moment. And then we're going to expand into uh, providing similar aid and support to adults as we grow. But it's not just like one facet. It's not one dimensional. Yeah. And I and I don't know if I ever want to change that. I don't know. I don't either. I don't generate multiple options. Is what it says. It doesn't say consider multiple options. It says generate them. We generate them for sure. Yep. Um. So number four, man. We, you know that was a quick discussion. We can get to number four. Use objective criteria. It says gather data and testimonials to demonstrate the effectiveness of your nonprofit's programs. This may include statistics on student outcomes. We're doing that. Case studies, not doing that. Or endorsements from educators and community leaders. Present this evidence when approaching to potential partners to build credibility and trust. Timeout. Can we just can we just highlight ChatGPT for for a second? Because this is just great content right here. All right, this is great content. This is great advice. But you know, um, as it relates to us, man, I think Jovan, to be honest, bro, I think we could do a better job with this this endorsement piece, man. We got so many people in our corner. Right. And we got so many people seeing the, the good that we're doing. Man, we still got testimonials from May 2022 on our page, man. I need to update that. Right. But the first thing we got to do to update it is actually ask people for those testimonials, you know, for their opinion on us. Um, we got to do a better job with that, man. We got we got way too many people in our corner. We can have a thousand testimonials if we wanted to ask people to review us on Google. We, I don't think we got I think we got zero reviews. We can get some good reviews. And, and it'd be authentic, right? It's not like we asking people that like, oh, hey, bro, you, hey, hey, Trent, bro, I know you on staff, bro. Hey, do a quick review. No, we can ask legit people that we've partnered with. Hey, you mind, you mind throwing a review up for us, right? And you know, having those testimonials, having that would benefit us, man. But you know, in terms of you know, other data, research and stuff with with our students and stuff, that's that's all in time. I mean, we we're in the process of doing that, so. You know, yeah. we're new, so we don't have the data to show, but we're working on it. Yeah. And I think I think that's one of the I will say that even though we don't have a lot of data, the data that we do have has led us to this point. Um, we have Ryan Shores, yourself and connections that we have in the city that have done a tremendous job helping us with some statistics on violence prevention, um, you know, the the dropout rate and what they're doing after high school to really uh, push AC like forward a lot quicker. Like, I think the one thing we need to keep in perspective is like, we talk about like where we're at um, as far as resources, there's, there's company, there's organizations that have been doing this for four or five years that don't have near the resources that we have so far, or even the connections that we have. Um, so like keeping that in mind and and having like the, the, the data supported, like going off the process. Like I know it's like a little, that's not as connected. Right. But the data, like you said, is going to come. It's going. To, we're we're in the beta right now. We're we're growing it, man. And we we do so so much with such little, right? But it's going to be so much data that we're going to have. We do so much with such little, bro. There's like no money right now, right? Like you know, we're 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 
we're barely we barely got money, you know, with this nonprofit, like to even fund these kids, to even give them snacks right now. And um, the fact that we're able to do so much, it just already got our minds already seeing way more. Right. And our yep. kids seeing way more. Our kids are like, hey, can we do this? Can we do that? Oh, I think the community would love this. I would love to take lead on this. And I'm like, let's yeah. note it down. We'll, we'll find a date. We ain't got no money. Right. And once we get that, once we get some donors and, you know, some people that really can get behind us, man, with these grants and stuff, you know, I, the sky's the limit for these kids, man. I, the, 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 our ideas are great. I, you know, I'm not going to ever talk down on us or, you know, it's not that I'm not being humble, but our ideas are great. But these kids, they, they'll, they'll blow you away. They will man, really, we, we, every Tuesday, man, and the things that they come up with is crazy crazy so you know i can't wait you know for more people in the community to kind of see what these kids are doing so hopefully it'll help us get more money for them and for the community and then you know develop uh number five developing your your batna your your b-a-t-n-a is uh, hold on let me scroll up that's that's your best alternative to a negotiated agreement okay what it stands for best alternative to a negotiated agreement so identify alternative ways to reach high school students if you cannot establish partnerships with schools directly. This may include collaborating with community organizations, uh, youth centers or church or, or online platforms to develop, deliver <laughs> your programs and services. Uh, church. Yeah. Okay. Going back to the creativity <clears throat> and, the, and the connections like you being a coach um, and having you know the next generation of literally ac in in the program in terms of like touching the students and identifying them and really getting them bought into the program like we got that like like their ideas and what's so useful about what they want to do is it, it some of the stuff don't cost nothing mm-hmm. like they literally like we talked about last episode they just want to be heard they just yeah. want to have an impact in the city um that goes beyond what the dollars can can bring in right yeah man and, and you know that having those alternatives, I think are important, but that's, that's where my, this is where my red flag comes. Y'all this is where Bryce Harris, this is where he's flawed. I'm stubborn with some stuff. And yes, sometimes it's in a bad way. Like you talking about identify alternative ways to reach high school students. No, like, no, <laughs> let's make it work with APS. You know what I mean? Let's make it work with, with the schools. And and that's my that's my red flag because Ryan Hall, Jovan, Ryan Shores, other people are like, I mean, worst case, we could just go to Chateau Library. Worst case, we could just do this. I'm like, no, I'm going to get them to say yes. We're going to find a way to make it work. You can't tell me that a school counselor and a Firestone head coach can't make something like this work for our kids, for our youth. Um, But I mean, yeah, it would be easier if we just went to a different location. But even that. I don't want to go to another community center. What I want to do is maybe build a community center. Okay, let me stop. Let me stop because I'm I'm gonna get too T. I'm gonna what's get that, too. What's that? What's that? Uh, three thirty. House three thirty. Yeah. Okay. Hey, okay. You ever heard of a uh, house? House AC. You ever heard of crib AC? <laughs> Climbers Hall. Climbers. <laughs> Climbers Deli. Climbers. Yeah. You ever heard of that? No, I'm just playing. No, House three thirty. Man, I went to go see it today. Actually, it was dope. It was a release. So. Um, it was dope, man. It was it was definitely dope, and uh, definitely very AC. 
I guess we're very House 330. I don't know. But anyway, it was all over the place and I loved it, right? They got all different types of flavors. You could go to the store, get a, go to the bank. Um, they got a museum in there, a little uh, theater area, man. It was just, it was, it's literally all over the place, but in a good way. So I loved it. Um, so yeah, definitely work on that, that alternative, you know, don't, don't listen to, to, to big bro Bryce. Don't listen to me. All right. You got to have alternatives and that's something I'm working on. I'm really working. I'm really working on it. Part of me just cannot get over it, but I'm working on it for sure. And it's, it's, it's and the working on alternative is not saying give up on the first option. It's making sure you exhaust all options before you get to that alternative. Right. And if you right. do exhaust all options, make sure you're going with a different approach every time. Just don't. And, that, and, and be prepared for it. And that's what that's what I need to do. Because yeah. I'm just like, man, forget that. Yeah, I think I think a key to it is like, and I, I'm I'm really like into like, you know what I mean, football, whatever. Like when when we get a blitz or something, like we have to have a, a, a blitz pickup. I'll also. do you I'll do you one better. You got a master's, right? Of course. Why? The league was a dream. I wanted an alternative option. Exactly. So my BATNA was having a master's degree. So when my knee got messed up, I had my BATNA. I had my best alternative option, right? So how right. can I say, how can I say that I can't I can't make something else work with AC if I did that with football? So right. there I go calling myself out. See? You see what you see what you see what discussion does? I need to pause. My my last time about to go dead. Hurry up, man. Hurry up. Y'all see, we ain't we ain't even ready for this podcast episode. Can you hear me while I talk? Yeah, of course. I'm with you. All right. So let's talk about number six. It says communication. Build relationships with key stakeholders by actively listening, empathizing with their concerns, and clearly articulating the value of your nonprofit's programs. Uh, Attend networking events, community meetings, or educational conferences to connect with potential partners and supporters. Absolutely. Um, I think we're at the beginning of that. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, communication is key, man. You know, it's it's all about that support piece. And that's a big pillar of us, of, of AC as a whole. If you go to our website right now, like that's a big, big pillar of ours is helping the other community helpers, right? That's literally what I think it says is we want to help the community helpers, right? So if you are somebody that calls yourself a community helper, somebody that calls yourself a volunteer for the youth, a volunteer for the, the city of Akron or anything like that, we want to help y'all, right? And not only for our game, you know, I'm not going to act like it's nothing for our game, but it's it's a partnership. But honestly, we don't actually need anything in return. We just want to help out, right? So, you know, like Jay Black, shout out to uh, Gold Getter, right? He had that uh, teen career day. Man, I ain't want nothing from that. from that. I just told him we got some kids coming. I would love to volunteer. You know, whatever you need, let me know. I was fortunate enough to be able to help. Youth Empowerment Summit with, uh, you know, the the Perkins and the Brown, fam- the famous houses, you know, right right up uh, down Copley Road at the top of the hill. Um, we all know about those mansions, you know, the the I forget the summit, the summit historical. Uh, I forget the last word, the summit historical society. They uh, they put together a, a phenomenal event. I told them whatever y'all need, let me know before I knew it. It was like actually we we we're actually short um, a table. We need some uh, adult facilitator for the table. I said absolutely. Uh, you know I'm not asking for anything out of it, right? So that's 
that's kind of something we're passionate about. And it's really just because we were raised in serving and I just want to keep serving. So although I'm serving the youth, I'm really managing a program when I'm serving the youth. That's a lot, right? I don't feel like I'm serving. I feel like I'm managing. So when I get to go to other people's programs on behalf of Always Climate Project, that's where I get my little feel good of still serving, right? And I'm actually serving instead of watching the supervising kids. So um, I think we definitely have, do a pretty good job with that part of it, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of attending networking events for educational purposes, that's in the works. We're trying to get some more PD for that. We're, we're working on that as far as development of our staff and and for our kids too. Again, that's this thing that's going to come along the process. We It's hard not to rush the process, process when all we've done in our lives, not to sound arrogant or anything like that, is we're used to being good at stuff right away. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like going through a process of like learning and like, okay, this is how this goes or whatever, but why can't I get it right now? Right. Like I know I can lift weights and get it, to, like get to it tomorrow and at least be halfway there. But yeah. now I'm just peeking through the door and it's like, man, it, it sure do look good in there. Right. Like right. I'm trying to see what it's about. Um, but can you touch on real quick? I, I You've talked about it on previous episodes too. Just like, one, I don't mean to like go off of the topic, but just one, like getting to yes, how you like that book was uh, brought to your attention. And then just while we're on communication and, and the community piece, the value of collaboration that you got from your experience from Cali one more time for the viewers. Yeah, man, man. Long Beach, y'all. Hey, this smile is as genuine as it gets, man. <laughs> I went down to Long Beach, not, not sure what to expect. Uh, I worked for... Uh, I was just shouldn't say I work for. I'm a I'm a boss coach um for the company boss, the business of student success. And you know, it's it's very similar to AC. You know, they work with middle school on up to high school, and it's an amazing, amazing program down in Long Beach, California. And uh, you know, I I it was like I was coming up on one year, so he was like, Man, let me fly you down for this big event. It's boss weekend. I said boss weekend. Boss weekend. I'm I'm just gonna be honest. I'm just gonna be honest. I, I heard that. I'm like, okay, yeah. It's okay. So it's you know, celebrating, you know, it's gonna be the boss kids and the boss staff. That'd be cool to meet them. No, no, it was like it was like the whole weekend was committed, to, like from the whole community knew about the boss weekend. Like we, I mean, the mayor was there, we got all these community leaders there. It was huge, it was huge, it was a whole gala, and I got to meet a lot of awesome people. But most important piece with that is, I, you know, Everett Glenn, who runs the entire thing, he's like a, a mentor of mine. And I was asking him a lot of questions about running nonprofits and stuff. And he was talking about getting to yes. And he's a former lawyer and a sports agent. So he knows the art of getting to yes. And I asked him, I said, how did you even get to this point of like some of the conversations I've heard you get on, you know, this weekend and some of the phone calls I've heard you on, like you don't, nobody tells you no. Like, it's not always pretty, but nobody tells you, no, he was like, he started laughing. He was like, so getting to yes. um, And I forget the author's name, but he said by so-and-so and so-and-so. I searched it instantly, so I didn't forget. He was like, that, that, I, that's a good read. I'll read that book and I should answer all your questions. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about right now. That's what we're talking about this episode. I mean, Everett, man, I done seen this dude just in the one weekend, I seen this dude get completely shut down. And he just like, okay, that's fine. Um, I appreciate your time, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, and then he'll get on another call with somebody else from the same company, maybe higher up, maybe the same level. And it's a whole different conversation before, you know, he got a yes. So yes. like he has those, those batting the strategies, those other alternatives and with, with even within the same company sometimes. And uh, he's definitely a mastermind man. And definitely somebody I'm glad I know and anything I learn, I'll just share right with Jovan. So uh, yeah, man, you know, the number one thing I I learned uh, to talk about your second part portion of the question, Joe. Number one thing I learned though is like down there, nobody, nobody's trying to take the throne. When we talk about like the the movie or the show Game of Thrones, like everybody wanted that throne, right? What if all of those uh, houses just came together to fight against the the Ice King, right? What if they just came together? You know what I mean? But like instead, it was like a big war. It was a lot of different differences of opinion. And that's what it feels like with these nonprofits sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. Like in Akron, sometimes yeah. it feels like we fake, we fake support in, or I don't know, man. Not always, but that's just sometimes what the feel I get, man. It's like some nonprofits is like, oh yeah, I wouldn't ask them for help. They be this and that. I'm like, man, why? I'm in Long Beach. It was like it was like 15 different nonprofits helping out boss weekend with yeah. the same initiative and same goal of student mentorship. But they put all their pride aside and say, yeah, I would love to help y'all out this weekend. Let's do it. Let's make this thing amazing for the community. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. So that's why our one of our big pillars is helping the community helpers. It was based off my experience in Long Beach because, yeah, obviously we wanted to do that before. But like after going down there and seeing what a real village can do, man, when we say it takes a village, it really do take a village. And if that village works together, sheesh. That's all I can say. Boss weekend was phenomenal. All right. It was phenomenal. So definitely uh something I hold my head heavy on now is is that. Um yeah. and um yeah, man, I just I, like every time I hear like hear you speak about that experience, I just think about how how much further Akron can be. And then of course, like in inner city in a lot of places. Uh, you see a lot of crime happening or, or things happening because, you know, people might be hating on your success or um, just don't want to see you succeed. Because a lot more people that don't want to see you succeed than want to see you succeed. Um, my apologies. Um, and it's just like, like, don't feel like we're stepping on anybody's toes in our development and our growth. Because at the end of the day, we're just trying to help these kids become the best version of themselves. Right. Uh, which takes a lot of persistence on our end and adaptability, which goes into number seven, um, re remembering and building uh, partnerships and gaining support takes time and effort, um, being prepared to face rejection and being willing to adapt to strategies as needed and continuously refining uh, our programs and approach based on feedback and experience. Check, 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 check. We do all that. Number one, th the number one thing we are, we all about is persistence and adaptability. I think we got that one pretty on lock, man. I, I tell Jovan all the time. I said, bro, I don't care whose door I, I step into, bro. And I'm not saying y'all gotta understand. I don't ever say that with arrogance, right? It's, it comes off arrogant, and I and I'm aware of that. It's just like, like that whole like again, we ain't a religious nonprofit, but my whole belief in Christ and, and God is like, none of y'all is God. None of y'all. <laughs> None of y'all, they'd be like, one time I wanted to talk to Mary Outley downtown. And I went downtown, security desk. I said, they said, yeah, who you here to see? I said, I'm here to see Mary Outley. They looked at me. They was like, yeah, you can't just go see Mary Outley. I'm like, why not? 
And I, and I, and I promise you, I, I, it wasn't like, why not? I'm Bryce Harris. It was like, why not? She's Mary Outley. She's not God. Like with all due respect to her, like very, very, very well uh, deserved, you know, position that she's in right now. But uh, why not? What's she doing? Is she, you know what I'm saying? Is she free? If she's free, why can't she talk to an APS employee? Whether I'm a, whether I'm a, a teacher's aide or a school counselor or a principal, or I work downtown, like, why can't I talk to her? And they really wouldn't let me talk to her. So I tell Jovan all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I got rejected right there, but I'll literally go the next day and ask, like, at my school, they'd be like, all the time. Oh, so and so is coming today. We gotta make sure we're on. Like, oh, blah blah blah. I'm like, it's okay. It's like, oh, we all right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're not. They're not God. They're oh, it's okay. They're human beings. They put their pants on just like you did. They probably looked raggedy in, in bed before they got out of bed, just like we do, right? Yeah. Um, nobody's perfect, so it's like, you know, having that 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 in my mind always helps me. And uh, I know that they were uh, in a position where I am at some point in their lives. So it never intimidates me to go up to somebody and talk to them. And uh, I think that's important, man, to have, especially when you want to take the lead of such such a big, big project like AC. Yeah, I think you need that. So, you know, I'm I'm glad I have it, right? Because otherwise we would have been missed out on some opportunities. You too, Jovan, you got some great skills with that too. You don't mind calling nobody. I'll be like, Joe, sometimes I'll be like, Joe, I feel like it'd be best if you call, bro. I ain't gonna lie. He'd be like, oh yeah, I got it. It ain't no like, oh, bro, you sure, bro? It's like, yeah, I got it. So we definitely got a good partnership uh, yeah. between the two of us. And that's also be, like based off of like, one, the faith the faith that we have in our in, in God and the faith that we have in, in the AC, right? Like, when, in terms of persistence, we I'm not saying we look forward to a no, but a no doesn't like scare us. Like, we're not, that don't, we're not phased by a no. Hey. We're like, I will take a slow no any day. <laughs> But if you give me a quick no, I'm gonna bother you. What I be calling you, Joe? What I be calling y'all? I hope y'all still listen to this because I ain't gonna lie, I'm terrible. I'll call Jovan when I get a big no. I'll be like, Jovan, bro, man, it took everything in me not to tell this person. Thanks for making making my my testimony way better or way stronger. I'll be like, this is what I in my head when somebody tells me no, I'll never say this. I'll never say this. This is where I draw the line. This is where this is where I won't cross. This but like, don't say <laughs> I want to say this to somebody because sometimes people give me a disrespectful no. Sometimes people are like no, like it's not going to work. Why are you doing this and that? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whoa, why are you talking crazy to me? I don't do that. But I just be wanting to say, okay, I appreciate you uh, and thank you for making my testimony a lot better when I do make it because you're going to be a part of the story uh, of adversity. Or something along those lines, right? Thank right. you for making my 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 chapter of adversity that much better. I appreciate you because the final story is going to be amazing, and I'm just glad that you're a part of the adversity piece. Thank you. I want to say that so bad and just bang on them, just bang <laughs> on them. Thank you. Boom. I can't do it, darn. Right. You know, what I'm saying I'm not going to do that, but I want to so bad, so bad. But uh. In, in terms of our, our young listeners and with all that persistence, adaptability, everything we talked about, uh, and I'm, I don't mean to jump in our takeaways, but one thing I'm, I'm taking away from right now that I want to just get off my chest before I forget is like in business, in school, athletics, whatever you're into, that's not family related, with, with, with that's not relationship based, nothing's personal, right? None of none, When you negotiate, nothing's personal. When you're trying to get what you want, nothing's personal. It's all part of the process. It's all part of the end goal. And, and you you might step on some toes along the way, 
Um, that's not, I'm not saying do that every time or that's a good thing, but if you, if you're going about it professionally, respectfully, and understand that there needs to be some uncomfortable conversations along the way, um, it definitely needs to be had, uh, especially to, to either hash out relationship. If we do want to get personal with it, like, cause I mean, there's going to be times with, with your family, friends, where you're going to have to have some really challenging conversations. Um, but again, you need to adapt your mindset to fit that scenario. You can't be stuck in like if you're angry as what somebody did, you can't be stuck in that angry mode when you're trying to hash out the problem. Yeah. Calm and be at a space where you can see the other person's perspective, be able to communicate the why, the who, what, where, when, why, like why are we here? What like why are they important? How do we get here? Uh, and where did this all begin? And then bring it all together. I love it, man. Let's let's expand. Let's let's expand on that in our takeaways. All right. So I'll do my takeaway because this is it. That's the seven. Right. And those are the seven things that we are going to be diving deep into for our kids so we can make this thing huge. So we can make this project huge because we need more yeses, y'all. We need more donors. We need more grants. We need more yeses right now, to be honest with y'all and transparent. Um, so with that being said, I want to expand on what you said, Joe. Uh My takeaway. When when we are going through multiple no's, when we are going through all of this adversity, when we are going through all of these uh negotiations, number one thing you gotta do is you gotta see the other side. You gotta see the other perspective. And that's something I don't think I did a great job with up until this point. Um, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But you know, in the book, they had a scenario that talked about, you know, a landlord and a tenant who the landlord just raised rent. The tenant is complaining because you just raised rent. This area is super cheap. Why are you raising rent? The tenant is or the landlord is like, yeah, you damaged my floors, this and that. You know, the, y'all running up my electric bill. It's getting ridiculous. So I'm just going to raise rent. Yeah. The tenant is like, this is insane. Like, uh, we pay good money. I never miss a payment. Anytime my landlord asks me to pay, I pay it. The tenant or the landlord said the tenant only pays when I ask. Right. So that means nobody's wrong. It's just about perspective. So um, listen, let's start hearing people out and really feel them for them having empathy. It's okay to see where they come from and not agree. You could do that. That's possible. If you didn't know that, it's possible. Mm-hmm. And marriage and, and relationships and anything, yeah. you can see where they come from and still disagree with them. Okay. That's something that I recommend everybody do. That's my takeaway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so much. Uh, we got, we, we basically had to host Chat GPT um, for this episode. It's been great. But um, definitely. Again, going back to just like managing your emotions, but uh, another thing that I would say is like when you're in a position, right? When you're asked to do something, whether it's to make a block, whether it's to facilitate a meeting, whether it's um, to be a two, like help tutor, help me with this. You're asking to do something because people around you or that person believes in you, mm-hmm. um, but you need to have that same belief and confidence in yourself, um, which I think we need to do a better job of um, internally. Is just believing like yeah, like we like we me and you like we know we belong here, 
we know we belong in these certain rooms, but it's getting the other people around us to see that same belief and the same vision, which is the 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 primary job of leadership, right? Right. To everybody on the same page and to see it. So another takeaway, real quick, and then I promise we done. Have a mentor. Get you a mentor. Get you somebody that you could you could lean on. And I ain't down to nobody that got mentors their age, because you can learn a lot from people your age. But get you an old head that have been through the game, right? Because you're gonna be a mentor for some of the youngest, right? If you're doing something like us, if you if you be in a a, a lead for a youth mentor program or something, or a youth leadership program like us, you are a mentor, right? These people are gonna be able to rely on me for the rest of their lives. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 50. Some of these kids, they're going to be in their 20s, 30s, right? They're going to be looking up to me like, hey, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Harris or Bryce, hey, wh- what'd you do in this situation? Or tell me what to have, what to do here, right? But you ain't going to be ready for that that position or that role when you're 50 if you ain't talking to somebody 50 or above. So get you a mentor that have been through the game, for sure. That's my other takeaway. And make sure the mentor, it don't have to be just like, you can have more than one mentor. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, like we have mentors for every aspect of what we're trying to get to, right? So like the nonprofit piece, right? But you're also trying to be the the best counselor or go downtown. You know, what I mean, you have bigger plans. And I'm sure you have a mentor for that. I have a mentor because I'm trying to be a director one day. I got a mentor for this sector. Like each sector, you should have someone else that you go to um, that can put point you in the right direction, so you can learn from their mistakes um, and and avoid those certain circumstances. And that's only going to just instill more confidence because you're like. I know what they know at this young age, like I'm unstoppable. And it means a lot more when you tell them that, hey, I want you to be my mentor or, hey, you are my mentor. Yeah. Right. Like instead of like act, acting as if like is they're not your mentor going out your way and telling them like, hey. I really look up to you like, you know, what I'm saying I, I feel like you could help me a lot. You know what I mean? Are you OK with me calling you my mentor? Like, you know, what I mean, or you don't even have to do that. You just like, you know, you're my mentor, right? Like, you know, I really. Anything you say, the advice that I get from you, you know how helpful it is. You my mentor. That means a lot for them, and then then they appreciate that relationship a lot more too. Uh, yeah. So definitely do that. Um, season four, I don't know when it's gonna be. We busy, y'all. <laughs> we need more staff. We need more money, but it's coming though because we climb all the time. So when it comes, it's gonna be bigger and better than ever. Setup's gonna be even better. Jovan is finally gonna put his AC poster up. He has a big poster that was supposed to be in season three, supposed to bring more aesthetic to his wall. He chose not to. Okay, so anyway, it'll be bigger, it'll be better. Um, the guest, I'm not gonna say will be better because that would be dem- demeaning our other guests, but our guests will continue to be great. Okay? We're climbing, our content is getting better and better. We just climbing. That's it. That's it. I'm saying they just climbing, you set up a tent. Nah, coming soon. Y'all can't, I can't wait for y'all to hear that one. It's called Big Bro. The song's literally called Big Bro. Can't wait for y'all to hear it. But anyway, love, peace, chicken grease, peace, love, turtle dove. That's it. We out. You in the sky, I'm in the stars. Yeah, I'm with the stars. Yeah, I'm with the stars. For some reason, I never had the desire to show off my cars. Don't need no rolly to check the time. Got so much drink, could make water for Mars. They say I don't got the voice, but you cannot argue that I'm really spitting them bars. I'm just getting started, it really ain't hard. Initially, this was a joke between me and Kamar. But now I'm really in too deep. I done made like 20 songs in one week. Grinding until there is no longer sleep. The scary part is my equipment is cheap. Just get your popcorn and enjoy the show. You know I'm rapping the 330. If you steady hating, then you gotta go. I'm the hardest musician I know and know.